You're tuned in to The Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconado.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the broadcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Well, buckle up. It's a new year. It's a new season, and we are continuing to go uh, through a lot of insanity in our world, a lot of madness, and uh, I don't think it's going to be letting up anytime soon, but it is a new year and a new season. I want to talk about that because God's put some things on my heart to share with you today that I think will leave you encouraged and strengthened in your faith, and that's the whole purpose of this broadcast, honestly, as we come together as the remnant to encourage, to edify, to strengthen each other in our faith, to know that God is with us even until the end of the age. He does not leave us. He does not forsake us. He has not stepped down from the throne. And I'm excited about a new year, a new season, which I'm actually calling a season of new. That's something that God has put on my heart. It is a season of new. What do you mean, Pastor Todd? Well, you can't put new wine in old wineskin. And I believe this is the time for us all to get out of our comfort zone and to really inquire of the Holy Spirit. I see a lot of comments on my social media where people say, only God could save us in this time, in this hour. Well, I think that's exactly where we need to be because we can't be putting our hope and our trust and our faith in man. Man will let us down. Of course, there's some good people out there, but ultimately the only one who will never let us down is the God of heaven and earth. He talks about us coming out from among them coming out of the Babylon system, coming out of the the things of this world that are fallen because we know we're in the world, but we're not of the world. And so we have to understand these concepts as believers in Jesus Christ, or maybe you're just listening and you say, well, I haven't given my heart to the Lord, but I'm intrigued by what you're saying. Either way, if you're seeking or if you are a believer and you do serve Jesus with all your heart, this, this information that we talk about today will get you set up for success, not only this year, but for the rest of your life here on earth, because there are certain principles that are found in the word of God that are the same yesterday, today, and forever. In fact, that's what the word of God is. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We know that the word of God is living. We know it is the basic instructions before leaving earth. And God does have something new for those who have the ears to hear and the eyes to see and we're willing to walk in his perfect will for our life. He will take care of our needs according to his riches and glory. You're going through a tough situation? You say, Pastor, this is one of the toughest seasons of my life. Well, I believe God is willing to get you through it. In fact, he's able, he's willing, and he will get you through it if you call upon his name. The Bible says those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, not might be saved or possibly will be saved. No, actually it is they shall be saved. You shall be saved. Just like you shall be set free, healed, and delivered if you call upon the name of the Lord. It doesn't matter how crazy it looks for you right now, how big that mountain is. It doesn't matter. God is able. He is bigger than that situation. That mountain in front of you is a molehill to God. It's nothing to God. He can easily deliver you from it. He has not set, stepped down from the throne. He's not lost its power. And so I just want you to hear this message today, if you can, and it's entitled, A Season of New. It's a season of new. I'm going to read from a scripture verse. 
in 2 Corinthians 5.17. We're talking about newness today. By the way, revival is new life. Newness. In 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. Yes, new things. God is a forward-moving God. You've been through a divorce. You've had multiple abortions. You've done some things that you regret, maybe things in your past. Have you been addicted? Things like, you know, that, that, that you don't want to talk about publicly because there's an issue of shame that you feel because of these things. Well, God wants to throw those things in the sea of forgetfulness. Everybody, all have fallen short of the glory of God. He who is without sin, throw the first stone. There's no one. Jesus was the only perfect one. There's no one else that's perfect that's ever walked this earth. And so don't be ashamed of what you've done in your past. Everyone has a past. This is a season of new. You're able to, look, I love New Year's because it gives us a fresh start. People won't always forgive you, by the way, but God will. All we have to do is repent. We've got to be good repenters. We've got to go before the Lord and say, Lord, I am sorry for what I've done. I repent of it. And then we walk away from it. We don't go into repetitive sin. I know it's easier said than done with certain things, but we've got to ask the Lord for strength and we do want to kill those areas of repetitive sin in our life because they will be the open door that the enemy ultimately uses to attack us. And so these things are very important. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. Thank you, God, for newness. Just stop right now, wherever you are. If you're in your car, if you're listening online, you're at your house, you're at your work, just think about this. It's a season of new. God is giving you a fresh start. He's giving you a new chance. This is a season of new. Somebody needs to hear this today. Whatever you've done, whatever you've walked through, you say, pastor, it's been painful. I understand. Leave that pain. Leave any offense leave any unforgiveness. It's time to forgive. It's time to move on. Not for them, but for you. It's a season of new. In Ephesians 4.24, it says this, and put on the new self, which is the likeness of God, has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. Think about that. You can put on the new self, and by the way, it's in the likeness of God, has been created in righteousness and holiness of the truth. It's the truth that sets the captive free. God tells us to be set apart. He tells us to walk in holiness and righteousness. He says, be ye holy, for I am holy. How many times in the word does he talk about newness? Well, what about in Colossians 3.10? It says, and have to put on the new self who is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. God is working on your heart, my friend. Just the very fact that you're willing to listen to a message like this says something. You're here. You showed up. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this broadcast. God wants to impart something to you today. It's a season of new. The brokenness of the past, the hurt of the past, the pain of the past. You say, well, I'm going through it right now. You have the option to fast forward this pain and say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look at this whole situation differently. Even though you're walking in it, you can choose today to look at the whole thing differently because things in God, things in Christ are upside down, inside out. If we praise in the middle of the storm, God starts moving on our behalf. 
He works things out in the supernatural so that we can experience them in the natural. That's why he talks about binding and loosing. He says we have authority to pull down the strongholds. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So how does this start? It starts in the supernatural. We have to believe that God is moving on our behalf. When we start speaking words of life, because life and death are in the power of the tongue, something is set into motion, and your situation is starting to change even before you can see it in the natural. This is why we have to have the faith to understand what God wants to do in our life. It's very powerful. We understand the principles, which are the kingdom dynamics of the word of God. The principles of the word of God, they don't change. See, God is so good that he gave us the blueprint. He gave us the basic instructions before leaving earth. He gave us everything that we'll need to be set up for success. So we don't ever have to worry. We don't have to panic. We don't have to fear. Now you say, well, that's easier said than done. You're not in my situation. Well, I understand that. But I have been in situations like yours before. And by the way, I'm not perfect. But what I'm saying is God's given us all, including myself, everything that we need so that when the storms of life hit us, we can be calm in the boat. Jesus is in the boat with us. He has the authority to calm the winds and the air and the storm and the sea. And that's what we have to remember. He wants us to remember that in Jesus Christ. He wants us to know that, that our life is in him. That's why he literally says that we're in it, but we're not of it. Well, what are we of? We're of him. We're children of the most high God. He is going to give us the strength that we need. He's going to give us a way out. Listen, somebody needs to hear this right now. He's going to give you a way out. He always does. God is never out of answers. He's never out of solutions. He's never out of anything. Resources, God knows and sees all. He knew you were going to be in this situation. He knew everything was going to happen. And so you don't have to fear. It hasn't caught God by surprise. The way that we have to handle it is have that faith and trust in him to walk through whatever the situation at hand is. Now, I know in the middle of the situation, it seems very difficult, but, but muster up the faith of a mustard seed and you can move the mountain. Imagine if you have big faith. So we're going we're gonna to continue to get into this because this is going to be a game changer for you. I'm telling you, it's a really good way to start off your year. A season of new. We're going to read some more scriptures. I'm going to tell you a couple stories. It's going to be good. Stay tuned. PastorTodd.org. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to the Todd Cognato Show. Pastor Todd here. So thankful that you're tuned in today. I don't know about you. I'm excited about this new year because I'm in it, but I'm not of it. See, I can look at the headlines of the modern-day prophets of Baal, and I can get real discouraged. You know where a lot of Christians have made a mistake in these last couple years, and I think we're all guilty of this, is we've put our hope in situations, in man, in all different things that people have said and promised. And then what happens is when those things don't happen, we get really discouraged. We get discouraged because we think, oh my gosh, that was like, the now what? You know, I get that a lot on posts and stuff is, now what? And then you have like the really super positive people that are like, don't worry about anything. You know, so you got, you got the two extreme opposites. You got people that are really, really freaked out right now. And then you got other people that are just at total peace. And there's nothing wrong with being at total peace. 
as long as you're realistic and you're a watchman on the wall and you're not buying a bunch of nonsense that other people are saying that are making really good promises that tickle ears. I think we need to be realistic. I think we need to be uh, people that are a people of prayer. We need to walk in that Issachar anointing of understanding and discerning the times. But at the same time, it is good to have our faith and our trust and our hope in Jesus and his word and our faith. And I think that's where there's been a big shift in my life is I stopped listening to a lot of the voices that I was listening to because I realized that I was listening to so many voices and I wasn't spending enough time in prayer. I wasn't spending enough time in the word. And that is the bread of life. The Bible says faith comes from hearing, hearing from the word of God. So, you know, when people say, now what? Because one thing failed or didn't happen the way somebody predicted or, you know, and all of a sudden our hope was in that. Well, yeah, then you'll get really glum. You'll get real depressed. You get real down. But when your hope is found in nothing less than Jesus Christ and righteousness, you're good. You're, you're on Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. It's a season of new for you. It's a season of new for me. We are in it, but we're not of it. We're going to occupy until he comes. We're not going to be swayed by the trials of this world, by the things that are happening around us, by the modern day prophets of Baal. We are in a whole nother ecosystem. We're in a whole nother reality because our reality is based on the solid rock. We are like the builder that built on the solid rock. We're not the one that built on the sinking sand. And that's, that's how we make it through. That's how we're going to get it through, by the blood of the, of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. We're going to get through by dying to our flesh daily. We're going to get through by eating that bread of life every single day and having that faith and trust and hope. And that way we're not swayed when one plan or one thing that somebody said doesn't come true because that's not where we put our hope. Our hope is in the solid rock. In Romans 6, 4, it says this, Therefore, we have been buried with him through baptism into death, so that as Christ we were raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so that we too might walk in the newness of life. There it is again, newness. Newness, forward-moving God. Don't look back. Listen, everybody's got skeletons in their closet. Everybody's bought, you know, got things that they're embarrassed about or ashamed about or they wouldn't want everybody to know about that you've gone through in your life. If you think that every person doesn't have that, you're wrong because they do. Everybody does. Now, some people have more things than others, I will say. But the bottom line is there's no, like I said in the first segment, there's no perfect person. So what, what, what we need to do now is just look at our life and say, look, I've made mistakes. I've had challenges. I might have some regrets. But you know what? It's a new day. And I'm going to move forward in Jesus Christ. I'm going to move forward in my faith. You're on a faith journey. That's what this whole thing is about. It's about your soul and your future. You're going to spend eternity, if you've given your heart to Jesus, ruling and reigning. I just had one of my life mentors, Pastor Jack Hayford, had passed away this last week. And I'll tell you, what a great man of God. What a solid teacher. I mean, all over my social media feed, I saw people uh, just writing amazing posts about this man. He touched so many people's lives. He was a pastor out in Southern California for many years, but he was a pastor's pastor. He went all over the world. He spoke to so many pastors. He mentored so many people. And when he went home to be with the Lord, as, as painful as it is for us, he's with Jesus. The Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. I can't think of a better place to be than where Pastor Jack is right now. He is ruling and reigning with Christ. He is, 
He's in heaven. Hallelujah. Absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. He is with the Lord today. And that's the thing that we have to remember. We're going to rule and reign. We're going to walk the streets of gold. We will not have any pain. We won't have any sickness. But right now we're on a mission. God said that our great commission is our mission to go and make disciples of the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, being about the business of the Lord. So the newscast is not going to change my day, whatever they say on it, wars and rumors of wars, all the, all the awful stuff that the deep state is doing, that the cabal is doing, all that just disgusting stuff that we see all over, Hollywood, the mainstream corporate media, all of that. We can sit here and, and look at all of that and just get disgusted. Well, of course it's disgusting. It's disgusting because who is their father? The father of lies. The Bible told us all these things would happen. That's what's, I mean, if you think about it as a Christian, how much more uh, confirmation can we have? It's all right there in the word. He said these things were going to happen. They're going to call good evil. They're going to call evil good. They're going to try to distort everything that's holy. This is what the devil's been doing since the garden. I mean, they're redefining marriage. They're trying to do all these wicked and awful things. And, 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 and we could just regurgitate it all day long and talk about how awful they are. Well, of course they're awful. They're demonized. Think about how evil a demonized person is. They're following the plan of Satan himself. Lucifer, that, that wicked snake, you know, that's what they're doing. So, of course, it's going to be evil, wicked, disgusting. But see, there's an opposite to that. I, I noticed that many years ago when I was in Hollywood was that when I saw all the awful stuff going on there, I said, well, if all this awful and evil exists in the world, there has to be a counter to that. Well, I found out the counter is much more powerful than the evil. Satan isn't on a level playing field with God. He's not even close. He's a, he's a created being. He's a fallen archangel. And yet, I have to tell you, so many people write me every single day in panic mode. And I'm not making fun of you if that's you, because I've been there. And I get it, okay? But I'm just saying, like, if we understood who we were in Christ and that we're on the winning team and it's a fixed fight, that God is way more powerful than Satan and all his plans and schemes, we can be like Neo in the Matrix. We can start to understand that we have the power we have the strength in the, in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we start operating in that power and that anointing and that joy and that peace. My goodness, that's the devil's worst nightmare for your life. This is a season of new. It's a new season because it gives us an opportunity to recalibrate. It gives us an opportunity to stop listening to some of those voices that we've been listening to that have been lying to us. That have been, maybe they didn't even mean to lie to you. Maybe they just really believe their own stuff. But why don't we start getting into the word of God? Why don't we start getting into what's true, what's pure, what's holy, what's righteous? This is going to set you up for success, not only in 23, but all throughout the rest of your life. I'm telling you, imagine what we know in the Bible. Everything. You say, what do you mean everything? Literally, every situation that you're going to deal with is in the Bible. Every single one. And so if we, if we become experts, if you become an expert of the Bible, you will be one of the most successful people in your life. Not just one of them. You'll probably be the most successful person because if you really dig in and, and you get the information that this Bible has to tell you, I'm telling you, be a lover of the word. All right, we got a lot more to talk about. Stay tuned. This is the Todd Coconato Show, pastortodd.org. We'll be right back. That is who you are. 
Hallelujah. We are back. Pastor Todd Coconado here. Todd Coconado Show, The Remnant. Welcome to 23. Can you imagine we made it to 23? I remember when it was like 2000, you know, like Y2K, and they're worried the computers are going to crash. And I remember like 2008, we thought it was like the end because the economy was crashing, you know, the Great Recession. Well, here we are. How many years later? 23. And I'll tell you, there's been a lot of people telling me, doom and gloom, it's over, it's done. And I have to tell you, I don't think we're there yet. I think there's a lot more to come. We are, we are end time saints. Look, are they getting the mark of the beast ready? Yeah, I think they are. I'm going to start talking about the book of Revelation a lot because I think we need to dig into Revelation. You know, we need to be equipped and, and know what's going on. It's a new season, new life, abiding in Christ, new life. In 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old has passed away. Behold, a new thing. New things have come. Yes, new things. New things have come. That's what we got to stand on that scripture for 23. New, new, new. Don't take the old bad habits into this year. You know how many people I know that eat horribly? I mean, literally, they're like, you know, it's funny because people are so angry about, you know, um, the whole LGBTQ, and obviously I get it. It's it's wicked, it's evil, it's demonic. But you know what else is bad is the eating bad. How many Christians are gluttons? Let's just be real. How many of us are, are guilty of gluttony? Gluttony is a sin. How many are guilty of, of not taking care of the temple? The body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Can we do better? I think I can. I got a treadmill. I'm starting to run every morning. I got to do more. I got to do better. I want to be in shape, mind, body, spirit. I don't want to just have, uh, you know, theologically have things, you know, in good, in good, good order. Well, that's good. I'm glad. I mean, yeah, look, it's good to have good doctrine, healthy doctrine, sound doctrine, to have a good walk, you know, strong walk, active prayer life. All those things are very important. We talk about them all the time. But what about the body? The body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Are we taking care of the body in 23? I think we should. I think some of these things need to be talked about. You know, these GMOs that they're pumping in all of us with all the hormones and just the awful stuff that's in a lot of this stuff that we eat. And my wife is starting to really look into some of these things. Some of the dyes that they use, like the red dye in drinks, not good for you. You know, soda, bad. Um, A lot of the high sugar, you know, that's just ridiculous amounts of sugar that's in some of this stuff. And I mean, we could just go on and on about that. I think we need to talk more about it more often because in the Christian world, no one's really talking about that, or at least very few people. Mind, body, spirit. Also, the stress. Many of us are dealing with high levels of stress. And a good reason why we deal with this because we haven't learned to lay it down at the foot of the cross. I shared on the Sunday service recently, you know, this has been a game changer for me as a pastor because every day I hear heavy, heavy things that people are walking through. And I'm a sensitive person. So I used to take those heavy things and I would carry them and it would be like a burden on me. And I'm not saying not to be empathetic or sympathetic or, you know, obviously I weep with people almost every day. I'm not even kidding you. Uh, But the truth of the matter is I have to learn to lay it down. I was getting really high stress. In fact, I had high blood pressure only about a year ago. Many of you recall I was dealing with some heart challenges because there was some blockage and things like that. This was all stress related, by the way because I didn't lay it down at the foot of the cross. And finally, the Lord taught me. He said, Todd, you got to lay it down. And that's what I've been doing. And I'll tell you, it's a game changer. We, we can't fix the world. We, I know some of you are some amazing people of God. I'm just going to be real with you. You're amazing. You have amazing hearts. 
and you want to you want to help people. I see your hearts. God sees your hearts. I thank you that you are real because there's not a lot of real people in the world today. But some of you are actually really trying to make a difference in the world and you're doing everything that you can. And listen, thank you. If no one's told you thank you, thank you. You are appreciated, okay? And by the way, I know sometimes you don't get a pat on the back for it, but you know who sees it? God. God sees every single thing. And you have favor. And that favor is going to go before you. That, that you have the hand of God on your life. Listen, we don't do it for the, for the accolades. We don't do it for the approval of man. We don't do it for the pats on the back. We do it because God sees it. Audience of one. Audience of one. So listen, if you think that you haven't been rewarded and you're a great person, you're doing all this amazing stuff, just wait and see what God's going to do. Because you know what? The whole thing is stick to it in this tenacity. Just keep on pressing ahead. If you're, if you're doing good things, there's going to be warfare that you deal with. If you're, if you're operating in the, in the anointing and you're working towards the kingdom business every single day, you better believe there's going to be warfare. Why don't people talk about that? Of course there's warfare. The Bible talks about spiritual warfare. There's spiritual warfare. And, and many of you are just feeling bogged down because you're in, you're in warfare. And, and what I would encourage you to do, number one, lay it down at the foot of the cross. You got to lay it down. Oh, my child is, is rebellious right now. Todd, you don't know. My child has turned on me. Lay it down. I know it's painful. It's real painful. You know, my spouse is rebellious. He's, he's gambling. He's into pornography. He's into alcoholism. Lay it down. Listen, all you can do is pray. Now, you know, there's other options, obviously. If the Lord is giving you other options, maybe if there's a situation where the Bible says, you know, you can leave the marriage and things like that. These are very difficult things, but we're in a very difficult hour. Pray, seek the Lord fast. Make sure that you are in a safe position. Some people write me and they say, I'm, I'm being physically abused. I say, get out of that situation. You don't have to, you're a child of the most high God. You don't have to take that. You don't have to be physically abused. Get out of the situation. You know, there's always a way out, okay? Don't beat yourself up. A lot of you beat yourselves up. You're hard on yourselves. Okay, we've got to be less hard on ourselves. Listen, no one's perfect. Don't, don't, you know, I'm not saying that we can't walk in holiness and purity and righteousness because we need to, but you can't beat yourself up and you can't be so hard on yourself. That's another burden that people carry. Lay that down. Lay down the approval of man. It's not, life is not a public opinion poll. I used to go around asking everybody what they thought about all these different things. And you know what? When you do that, you go even more crazy because everybody has a different answer. Everybody has a different view. Everybody has a different thought. And you will go crazy trying to please everybody. I finally got to the place where I just said, look, I need to please God. That's the main thing. And I need to do what's right before the Lord and what's right according to the Bible. And if you do that, you will be blessed and you'll have the favor of God on you. Lay things down at the foot of the cross. Don't carry the weight and burden. You think you're the only one that's had people backstab you? Oh my goodness, I could tell you stories. In the ministry, how many people that we poured into, some of the people that we helped the most over the years have been the ones that have burned us the worst. And it's painful. It used to blow my mind. It still does sometimes. Some of the things I see even people in the ministry do, it blows my mind. But lay it down. Learn to lay it down. This is a season of new. In the season of new, hey, you know when you go on the airlines and they say you can only take like one carry-on bag and one personal item? Well, that's what I'm trying to say. In, in, the, in the travelings of life, in the, in the, you know, on, the, on, the, on the airline of life, 
You can't take all the excess baggage. You got to leave it. You got to check your bags. Check them at the foot of the cross. Leave them there. Once you learn this concept, you're going to have a much lighter load. You know, by the way, the word of God says that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. So should yours be. He cares for you. He's steering the ship. He's the author and the finisher of our story. He is the one that, that's, you know, he's the potter. We're the clay. Think about how amazing that is. God already knows where you're headed. The biggest thing that you have to do is, is just work on pleasing him. Make sure that, you know, your life is pleasing to him. That's important. All right, we will be right back. This is a very important conversation. We've got two more segments left. I think this is going to set you up for success in 2023. Pastor Todd Coconado, the website is pastortodd.org. And today's broadcast, we're talking about a season of new. We'll be right back. All right, we're back with the Todd Coconado Show. Pastor Todd Coconado. Yeah, you didn't know Christians could do it like that, right? Alternative ecosystems coming out from among them. We're seeing it happening everywhere. People are alternative music, alternative news, alternative uh, healthcare, alternative insurance. <laughs> it's like amazing what's going on. This was the vision. We have to come out from among them in 2023. Come out of the Babylon system. Don't have the approval of man syndrome. Learn to lay it down at the foot of the cross. Focus on what God wants and not what everybody else wants. No public opinion poll. Okay, this is about you and God and you focusing on what he has in store for you. It's an alternative uh, economy, by the way. Look, the economy's crashing in the world. Everybody's freaking out about that. Well, we don't have to freak out about that. Are you a tither? Do you, do you give? Do you have an insurance policy on your finances? That's what tithing is. God is going to take care of your needs. Listen, this is a year where we're not going to freak out. I know that's kind of like a weird thing for a pastor to say, but seriously, I see it all the time. People are freaking out, for lack of a better term. We have to have that peace that passes understanding. How do we get that? Well, we stop listening to the voices that are not of God. When I kid around and say the mainstream corporate media are the modern-day prophets of Baal, what I mean is like, look, they're going to tell you a bunch of nonsense, disinformation, lies, propaganda. All of it is designed by the enemy to freak us out, to make us think that God is asleep, to make us think that God doesn't hear our prayers, to make us think that we're not fearfully and wonderfully made, that the promise for us isn't yes and amen, hope in a future. See, this is why we come out from among them. They are rubbish. They are speaking a bunch of nonsense. We have the truth. We have the answer. We have the basic instructions before leaving earth. I'm not here to like preach to you. I'm just talking to all of us right now. We're just having a conversation. Just having a conversation. Season of new. Season of new. We're focused here at the ministry on three things. I'm going to share them with you right now because I think if you make it about these three things, you're going to be very blessed in your life. When you walk in the favor and the anointing and the blessing of God, nothing can stop it. Nothing. The devil can't stop it. Not if God's favor and blessing and hand is on you. He can't stop it. Okay, loneliness is a big one, by the way. A lot of people walking in loneliness, kill it. Kill it. Lord, you're enough. You're enough in my life. I don't need anything else. Honestly, I just... Look, you'll take care of me. I have the food I need. I have a, a shelter, a, you know, roof over my head. You know, I have transportation. I have ways to, 
to live in this world, but I'm not of it. You're enough, God. You're enough for me. If you make it about his business. So here are the three things that we're talking about the ministry, okay? Number one. Okay, number one. Drum roll, drum roll. What's number one? Well, it's simple. Okay, three things. Here we go. Number one is souls. If you make it about souls, then everything else is provided for you. What do you mean? Well, if you wake up in the, in the, in the beginning of the day and you say, Lord, let me be about your business. I want, I want divine appointments today, Lord God. Open doors. Give me divine strategy. Let me be about your business. Let me be the best representative of you. Now, does this mean you don't go to work or you don't go to school? No, it doesn't mean that. But you go to those places empowered, strengthening your faith, knowing you're on a mission, and the mission is souls. You make your whole life, everything about everything about your life, not about how cool you can be, not about you know uh, all the material things in this world or status or comparing to a neighbor or trying to be like a celebrity or no, you make it about the business of the Lord. Now, does that mean you don't put on makeup or you don't you know get dressed in the morning? I mean, no. Obviously, you do those things. I'm not saying to be weird. Because Christians also are really good at being weird. Don't be weird. Don't be a Christian alien. Just, you know, do the business of the Lord. Like, you know, like David, you know, he was about the business of the Lord. Even though he was a good repenter and he made mistakes in his life, he had a heart after God. God said, a man after my own heart. You know why he liked David? David was a good repenter. And David had a heart for God. So he wants us to have a heart for him. Again, we're not perfect individuals. We make mistakes. Sometimes we engage in things that are not godly, and then we have to repent for them, and conviction comes on us. But we're doing our very best. And if we make it about souls, guess what comes along with that? Finances, blessing, favor. Because you're doing what the good father wants you to do. And so he's a good father. Just like I love my daughter. And if my daughter is behaving well, what do I do? I give her gifts. I give her hugs. I give her love. Why? Now, I'm going to do that anyways, but I may withhold some gifts if she's being naughty because I'm not going to reward her bad behavior. But when my daughter is, is doing the things that I've asked her to do and, and she's in, you know, just being a good little girl, man, she's going to get gifts from daddy because daddy loves her. And so that's the way the father is. He loves you. He wants to give you gifts. He wants to bless you. He wants to give you an abundant life. He wants to give you a peace that passes understanding. He wants to even give you the desires of your heart as long as they're in accordance to his will. Now, he might close a door that's not of him and he might separate a relationship out of protection, but ultimately he's looking out for you because no one could love you more than your father God. No one. His love is agape. It's perfect love. And by the way, perfect love casts out fear. So, you know, number one, souls. If you make it about, it's a game changer. I'm telling you right now, because most people are focused about what they can get for themselves, what they can acquire, the position, the power, the fame, the recognition, followers, likes, all of it. That's what a lot of people are focused on. And if you focus on those things, you're going to feel really broken because those things lead to brokenness. They're, they're a means to an end. There's, there's nothing that's going to eventually come out of that. It's a temporary high, just like partying, just like sex outside of marriage. You know, it might feel good during the, during the sinful act, but afterwards you're going to feel low about yourself and there's going to be repercussions for your sin. 
Okay, but in God, in Christ, when you make it about souls, which is literally the Great Commission, what he's commissioned us to do, then you're in alignment with his purpose and his plan for your life. And guess what comes with it? All the things that the Father wants to bless you with. And so I've never seen anybody that makes it about souls that isn't successful, just like somebody who makes it about the Word of God isn't successful. If you take those two things, you make it about the Word of God and you make it about souls, you will be probably one of the most successful people that you know. Because it's a principle, it's a kingdom dynamic. And God is not a man that he should lie. So number one, souls. Number two, number two, kingdom business. Kingdom business. What is the kingdom business? Why do you keep talking about this, Todd? Because that goes perfectly with the souls. Not only is it about getting people saved, set free, healed, and delivered, but it's about being about the business of the king. Look, you're on a mission. The king sent you out. When you go into the world, you're on a mission for the king. Everything that you do is like, hey, I'm a representative of the king. Look, have you ever seen these people that are reps, medical reps, pharmaceutical reps, you know, all these reps? What are they doing? They're representing the medicine. They're trying to get the doctor to use their medicine, their brand. They want the patients that come in to be using their brand. So they're giving, they're, they're giving them, showering them with gifts. Here, you know, here's this free lunch. Here's this free trip. Just use our medicine. Well, that's the thing is that we are reps for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And we can shower everybody with the love of Jesus Christ and the truth of his word. That's the best thing to give anybody. And when you do that and you make it about souls, number one, and number two, kingdom business. In other words, you're thinking about advancing the kingdom. Again, the good father is going to be like, yes, thank you. You have free will but you decided to use your free will to be about my business. Think about how that blesses the father. I mean, it's, it's a game changer. Why doesn't anybody talk about this? What are the main things that God asks us to do in the Bible? The main things, love, love him, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, thy mind, thy soul, and then love thy neighbor. Why? Because we're representative of the king. And so, you know, he wants us to love because, hey, God is love. So then we do that. Okay, but what else does he tell us to do? Well, he tells us to exude the fruit of the spirit because by our fruit, they know us. So as representatives of the king walking in the fruit, that's why we should know the fruit and not do the anti-fruit, but do the fruit because that's how they know us. And then be about the great commission, souls, boom, there it is. Favor, blessing, anointing. Well, the, uh, the anointing breaks the yoke of bondage, by the way. How do you get the anointing? Well, you have a prayer life. You're in the word because the word is feeding your soul. And then you make it about souls and kingdom business. Come out from among them, kingdom business. This is going to set you up for ultimate success, not only in 23. If you apply this, listen, there used to be a saying, the game is to be sold, not to be told. Well, I'm telling you right now, this is free. We're not selling anything. This is free. It comes straight from the word of God. Kingdom dynamics, kingdom principles. You say, well, pastor, I'm lonely. You know, I'm single. I don't have a spouse. You know, I really would like to get married. And by the way, it's kind of hard not to have sex. I mean, I'm just being real. Listen, I'm going to be real too. Okay, I understand. And I said recently in a broadcast, a lot of people laughed and wrote me about this, but I said a lot of married people are less happy than single people. And it's true because I, I counsel married people all the time that are miserable. So people that are married want to be single and people that are single want to be married. So the key is to walk in the anointing, to have the perfect will of God that he opens the doors that he connects you with the right people, you have an equally yoked marriage, you have an equally yoked relationship, and then you'll be set up for success. Again, applying the principles of God.
waiting on the Lord and being at peace in whatever season you're in. Whatever season you're in, being at peace. If you make it about souls and kingdom business, you will be at peace because you're doing the work of the king and you will be blessed and highly favored. I'm telling you guys, listen, do we deal with warfare, my wife and I? Sure. Do we have a lot of warfare in our family? Absolutely. Has it been pretty brutal the last couple of years? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to tell you something. I've learned to put my faith and trust in God. And I'm going to tell you some of the things we're going through right now are some of the most difficult things we've probably walked through. But you know what? You won't see that because you know why? I've learned to trust Jesus who's in the boat with me. So I'm not panicking anymore. It's like, you know what? God got me out of this. He got me out of this. He got me out of this. He got me out of this. Yeah, he's going to get me out of this too. The devil's a liar. And I'm going to make it about souls and kingdom business. And so I have the anointing and the blessing of God and the favor. And that's what's happening is we're seeing the favor play out. So while the devil does all his schemes and tries to hit me with all these different things, we know the gates of hell will not prevail. We know that the gates of hell will not prevail. Speak that over your life. The gates of hell will not prevail. The gates of hell will not prevail. The gates of hell will not prevail. The fiery darts of hell will not hit me. They will not get me. They will not burn me. I am protected by the armor of God, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit. My feet are shod in the preparation of peace. I have the helmet of salvation. The sword of the spirit is so amazing. Because no one can withstand the sword of the spirit. The truth sets the captive free. The word of God does not return back void. So we apply these kingdom dynamics and kingdom principles and we walk in them. Mm-hmm. The favor comes. The blessing comes. And by the way, the depression goes away because that's a lying spirit. The oppression goes away. And in the middle of your storm, all of a sudden you are strong. You are strong. You are built on the solid rock, the firm foundation. You're not like that tree that's going to blow over you're like the tree that's planted by the water that's success in christ because there's going to be mountaintop and valley experiences but you know who you are now and that lying devil ain't going to get you anymore you know what he likes to hit you with a barrage that's what he does comes in with a barrage all right when we come back from this next break okay we're going to talk about the final principle that I think is important. So number one, souls. Number two, kingdom business. What's number three going to be? Well, stay tuned. This is the Todd Coconato Show, PastorTodd.org. You can find all of our information at PastorTodd.org, PastorTodd.org. Everything's on there. It's like a central hub. And you can find the podcast. You can find our social media. You can follow me on social media. It's really important for that we stay together because this is the underground railroad for the remnant that God's putting together. Hallelujah. Bask in the presence of God. Thank him for the good things that he's going to do. We'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show, otherwise known as The Remnant. This is the final segment of the show today. And I told you we'd get into the last thing. So we got souls, kingdom business. What's the last one? Well, here it is. You ready? Drum roll again. (laughs) Big faith. Big faith. We've got to have big faith in this time. Okay, this is a season of real big faith. It's not little faith, even though little faith can get us, you know, pretty far because the Bible says the faith of a mustard seed can move the mountain. But imagine if you have the big faith, what you can do. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God, right? 
We know that faith, faith is the evidence of things not seen. So it's, it's, we've got to really train ourselves because a lot of us are seeing as believing people. You know, I was arguing with this atheist recently and I don't argue with anybody really. I don't like arguing. Um, it's against my policy. Uh, although it's really hard in today's world and I won't say that I don't ever argue because I do. Uh, but I was, you know, kind of getting in it with this atheist that was on my social media pages, just going nuts on me. You ever have one of those people just going crazy on you? And so we started having a debate, you know, I thought, and I really felt the Holy Spirit say, engage this person. So I started to, we started messaging, I started engaging this person. And uh, anyway, it, it turned out that uh, it was a Holy Spirit inspired conversation. I talked about it recently on something, but you know, he sent me all this stuff about quantum theory and quantum dynamics, all this stuff. And I, you know, I love looking into stuff like that. I'm a researcher, you know? So he was telling me how something can come from nothing. Something can come from nothing. And uh, by the way, this is like the second atheist recently that I've had uh, a little, a little, I don't know. I, I think that God is calling me to really hit up the atheists because um, you know, they have more faith than us. If you think about it, if you believe in God, they have more faith than you because they believe that everything came from nothing. That takes big faith, by the way. Uh, they also believe that we came from an ape at some point and that everything's just evolving and, you know, there's this all, this all evolution, evolution. But there's a lot of missing links in their theory. And, of course, it's theory because it's not true. And so, anyway, I started reading this whole quantum thing that he sent me, you know, and how something can come from nothing. And, you know, and so, because I always say, like, well, you know, what, how do we, where do we come from? Like, we just all of a sudden appeared, like, out of nothing, and he said, well, actually, yeah, something can come from nothing. And so they have this whole explanation about it. Atheists do. The real hardcore. Because, by the way, it's a religion, okay? And so, anyway, you know, he, he sends me this thing. I'm looking at it. I'm researching. And then I realize at the bottom of it, it says, but there's a force. Something had to be, you know, there had to be some type of motion or force or activation in order for it to all happen. And I thought, oh, my goodness. You don't even believe your own theory, dude. He's like, what do you mean? I said, well, that force, that force that you're talking about, that quantum theory that you're sending me, the force is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He said, let there be light. And there was light. And then he created everything. You don't even believe your own thing, your own theory. And I'll tell you, he was, he was dumbfounded. He was, he was speechless. He didn't know what to say. And until this day, I haven't heard anything else from him because I think, I think he's going to become a really on fire Christian. The truth is, is we have the answer. We have the truth. Nothing in the Bible has been proven wrong. So we've got to really understand in 23, new, season of new, this is the reality. This is the reality. Listen, I know that everything is not perfect in your life, okay? Because everything's not perfect in mine. And so look, none of us have a perfect life or a perfect situation. And a lot of times we put our best foot forward and we, you know, we, we try and we do our best to to really have, you know, uh, faith and, and find the strength, you know, encourage ourselves in Christ like Paul, because I know many of you are going through some real serious challenges right now. Look, I read your letters. I read the emails. I just know if you're a remnant person, you got flack, you're flying over the target. Okay. So I get it. Okay. But this is why I'm talking about what we're talking about today, because the Bible and what God says, that is undeniable. Okay, what some person is promising you or they're saying that God told them something, but, you know, maybe it's not bearing witness in your spirit or, you know, maybe you're not sure. Is it really from God? Is it not from God? Those things are hit or miss, you know. Maybe it is from God. You know, we got to pray about it. In the mouth of two or more witnesses, my word should be established. So maybe God has given a prophetic word to somebody for you or something like that. But what I do know is 100% true for sure and that we can put our hope and our trust in and have 
just peace and rest and all the things that we're looking for, you know, and when we lay it down and when we, you know, we're not worried about the approval of man, all things we talked about in today's broadcast, you know what? The word of God is like that firm foundation. It is that firm foundation where we can rest and hope. And so, so this is the reality. And then we apply this reality and what it tells us to do. Think about that. It tells us to do certain things. And then we do those things. So, so the Bible, which has never been proven wrong, which is the word of God, which was in the beginning, you know, with God, the word was with God, the word was God, the word became flesh. It's real. It's true. That's the word we're talking about here. Okay. Never been proven wrong. Not one jot, not one tittle. But instead, everything keeps coming true over and over and over and over again. It's all coming true, even in 2023, and they can't prove it wrong. And so that Bible tells us to do certain things. And so here's my advice. Listen to what it says and do them. In 23, listen to what it says and do them. And guess what's going to happen in your life? Favor, blessings outside of the system. Okay, favor, blessing from the most high God. He goes before you. He fights your battles. You got to take your position and stand. You do what the word of God says. Speak words of life. Have faith. Uh, you know, make it about souls. Great commission. Kingdom business, because that's who we are. We're representing the king. Salt and the light. You know, representing the king. Love thy neighbor. All those things that the Lord says to do. And then have big faith, because what does it say? Without faith, it's impossible to please him. But with faith of a mustard seed, you can move the mountain. So what does big faith do? Well, you ever seen those people that are really, really just nailing it, just crushing it for the kingdom of God? And you're like, wow, like that person's crushing it for the kingdom of God. My goodness. You know what it is? They have big faith. Yeah, they have big faith. And they didn't take a public opinion poll. And when the loneliness tried to come on them, they shoot it away and they brush their shoulders off. And when the depression tried to come, they shoot it away and they brush their shoulders off. And when the storms of life came, they chose to praise through the storm. And they spoke words of life and they got in the word of God and they became a person of prayer. And guess what happened? They crushed it because they applied the basic instructions before leaving earth. This, my friend, is the key. This is the key to success. You know, look, I didn't like tithing before, you know, because I was like, well, that's my money and I'm giving it to this church or to this person until I started finding out that I couldn't out give God and I was actually giving God back what's already his and then he blessed me more. Applying the kingdom dynamics. You know, what does the Bible say? You know, women submit your husband, things like that. But then what does it say like for men to do? Love your wife as Christ loved the church. Whoa, huh. Could you imagine if every man of God loved their wife like Christ loved the church? We'd have a bunch of happy lives, happy wives. (laughs) Happy wife, happy life. I tell people, look at yourself. What can you do better? Because a lot of people come to me and they complain about everybody else. And and here's the thing. Sometimes we can't do anything else about what that person is doing. That they're going to do what they're going to do. But if we do better... And we start responding in a different way, Christ-like way, what happens? Breakthrough. Breakthrough. This is a year of breakthrough for you. Something that we talked about today touched on your situation. I know it did. God's given you some things to think about today. Whatever was the problem, is it really the problem anymore? 
Is that really the problem? Is that really the source of all your problems? The problem that you were thinking about this morning? Or is it just a molehill? Is it just a bump in the road? A blip on the radar? Does Christ have a bigger plan for your life? Is he, is he already, is it in motion? Yeah, it's in motion. You know, there was a time when I thought I'd never be married. I'm married. Oh yeah, I'm married. Got a great wife, by the way. That's just one part of my life though. There's so much more. There's so many things. I count it joy now. Have I made it? No. Is my life perfect? No. But one thing I can tell you and say it with a clear conscience is I have peace and I have joy and I've learned to lay it down. And so let's lay things down in 2023. Let's have that peace that comes only from God. Let's put our faith and trust in him. Let's not carry the excess baggage. Let's not take the public opinion poll. Let's not let the loneliness and depression take root in our life. Let's not listen to the modern-day prophets of Baal. Let's make it about souls, kingdom, business, and have big faith. And I'm going to pretty much guarantee you that your year is going to be much better than you thought it would be because you're in it, but you're not of it. Oh, the world's going to go crazy. It's going to be a crazy year. But God is going to be with you. He is going to give you the strength. He's going to give you everything that you need, and you're going to come out, and you're going to come through this successful, successful, praise his name, become a worshiper, become a good repenter, spend time in the secret place of the most high, apply the kingdom dynamics in your life, and God is going to be with you in 2023. Don't listen to what some person said about you many years ago. Listen to what God's saying about you. I'm telling you, I'm going to apply these things myself. This was good. Listen, I love you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast today. Again, you can find all of our information at pastortodd.org, pastortodd.org. My name is Todd Coconato. You can even find my testimony on my Rumble channel. We love you. We we'll bless you. We'll be back next week. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to today's broadcast. If you're hearing this, this is the podcast version, not the radio version. But I just want to thank you guys. We're moving forward in 2023 in victory, taking back the territory for the kingdom of God. We are expecting a massive harvest this year. And God is just so faithful. We've got a new studio. Uh, we would love to have a building sometime soon here in Nashville for the Revival Center. We're believing God for that and for many other things. We've got a lot of invitations around the country uh, but, of course, we need support because we are fully listener-supported. We don't take government money. Uh, we're not willing to sell ourselves out, uh, you know, so that we can get extra money. You know, we're, we're really reliant on you, the listener. So thank you so much for your support. I really, really appreciate your tithes, your offerings. We love you. I pray blessing and favor over you, and I hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. God bless. <laughs>